that was the sucker. I thought that was the the thing is I was like, oh, you know, that you put up footage of you uh, proposing on stage. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. Now it's re- I was like, well, he's not going to be able to do that gag a bunch more times. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> just That's to what people be, are saying. Yeah. Just to be the comic that everyone, like, yeah. brought his girlfriend slash fiance to the club and uh and just proposed to her at the end of every like 15 minute feature oh set. my god just go on tour and have a proposal just burying people you know i just want to profess my love right now yeah, yeah that's my set list the set was just a normal set list and then it was profess love at the end profess love did you yeah. do the yeah for uh, people who don't know I, I asked my girlfriend to marry me on stage at the comedy for it last weekend so it was, it oh was, yeah sorry we yeah. kind of we're catching we people started up. in media res we're, yeah yeah and uh i didn't know until like midday friday that i was doing it the show was friday night and i got a text from david he was like you want to do a spot tonight i'm like sure i'm like i got a crazy question can i uh oh wow to, okay because i've been thinking about doing it for a while but i didn't like have the I didn't know what stage to do it on because we met at the Colorado room and we dated for four years and she like met me th- while I was doing stand up. Yeah. You said, what, did you say on stage on the tape? I wasn't there. I just yes. saw on the footage. The, you saw the, the did, yeah. Did, did you say that your guys' first date was her seeing your first time yes. doing comedy? That's insane. Is that not bonkers? That is it's a little insane. bonkers. It's highly ballsy, uh-huh. too. Both were both times were very ballsy. Yeah. yeah. So that's yeah. why it was like a full circle, like, hey, well, we're ready to do it. And she yeah. picked out the rings. So she's just kind of like, come on, do it. She thought I was going to just do it like at the park or some shit. Oh, so she knew it was yeah. coming, too. There's, there's, that's I the, had the confidence. That's it wasn't the like... ultimate question is because, like, like, I love those... Uh, <laughs> I love those, like, the stadium proposals yeah, gone dude, wrong, know. you know? Because those are it's so like, epic. <laughs> because it's like, if the person was, uh, if the person's blindsided by it, oh, yeah. right? And then then it's sort of like, then I see the way Because some people ambush it, right? it's unfair. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. It's totally an ambush. It's an ambush if where the guy's like, like, well, I just got to, if I, I, I just 10,000 people. I stadium of people <laughs> yeah. to be on my side, you know? And then there's, like, relationships where maybe people, like, know that that step is coming yeah. but are still, like, surprised by the actual. I was just wondering, like, so did Hannah know that it was going to happen at that show? No. So she was. She saw a lump that. in my pocket, which was the ring, which I was like, a lump in my pocket. But uh, yeah. So she was just. I was good. She was like, "Thank you for doing that," because I had 15 minutes to just like squirm and get ready to do something. Because right. Yeah. Okay. So she noticed and she and had the like. Oh my uh-huh. gosh! Is is it's happening? Is it happening? Yeah. She ripped a hole in the wall next to her, <laughs> like <laughs> clenching it. <laughs> but. Yeah, it was basically, I just on stage, I was like, yeah, we dated for four years. It's been the best four years of my life. And I was like, I got a quick question to ask you. And I pulled the the ring box out. And I was actually backstage with Patrick Richardson. And I was like, should I just have the ring or the ring box? And he was like, well, for like the theatrical, you should have the. So we had, had like stagecraft. That's good. That's good. <laughs> I'm, I, I saw his, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Patrick yeah. had to follow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I saw his, uh, and it is, and it was very funny to me. That she says this is called crushing the next comic. Oh, yeah, burying the next comic. Yeah, this is called burying the next comic because I was like, oh, that's good. It shows 
that she has, you know, had to log stand-up time. It's crazy to me, though. It's still, I still, I'm hung up on the fact, like, okay, so this was you four years ago. Four years ago. Four years ago. So, like, how old were you four years ago? 25. 25. And did you have this current beard? Yeah. Were you the current amount of, like... No, the hair was, I had more hair on my head. More hair on your head? Okay. Yeah. Two years ago is when the noggin was like, no. Did you have full voluminous hair on your head, or... No, it was just, like... You know, okay. Thick. I'm just trying to. I like just, your hair. Yeah, I just, I'm just, uh, yeah, the ballsiness of being like, oh man, I hope this date goes well. And then also being like, I think I'm finally going to try out, uh, uh-huh. stand up comedy. Well, it was, it was my first showcase. I should just clarify. Oh, so okay. So I've been doing stand up for a bit. Oh, okay. If she saw my first set, she'd be like, oh, well, you know, good day. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was really took a lot of that of you to do that, but. <laughs> no, I definitely, it was when I had, like, the confidence of, like, a comedy work set under my belt. Okay. And, like, oh, I gotta do my first showcase. A whole, Fort Collins. Yeah, yeah, so, like, a first, like, show so, show. It was, like, a homecoming of, like, whoa, I'm in Fort Collins, I started comedy here. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. It, it was a big night, and it luckily went well, and then, luckily, yeah. the marriage proposal, marriage. Marriage. Had bring us together. Yeah, but damn, man. Marriage. Marriage. Uh- <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's just, it's, so it's cool that, um, yeah, you guys have been on this whole, whole stand-up ride Oh, and together. It's, it's been so bad sometimes. So bad. Well, just the, like. Like the comedy or the, uh. No, for sure the, the comedy. Toll the comedy exacts on your life. Uh-huh. That one. The, yeah. Uh, sorry, I can't make it to this because I have to go to Greeley and go get paid forty dollars. Yeah, do, I'm committed yeah. to do bombing <laughs> in front of a bar full of people who don't like me and driving forty five minutes both ways. Yeah. Uh, because this, because being unhappy in this specific way, is my true life's passion. Yep. Yeah. And. <laughs> Going to your your you know niece's birthday <laughs> sucks. Probably Stakes. won't be funny at all. No, no. How is that gonna How is that gonna make my me your better stand up? Niece's birthday. Uh, how no. many drink tickets do I get? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> who's opening? <laughs> yeah. No. But Patrick Richardson did. Uh, he, he was gonna join, but he he couldn't make it. Our guy. He was yeah. there. We had a he had a he was our eye in the sky that night, but. Yeah, what did he did he do anything to address it or were yeah. you so Oh, well, you I, were just so love drunk. Yeah, we yeah. were we were like, you know, doing doing cartwheels in the yeah. lobby drinking in champagne. In the streets. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Just throwing up. Professing your love. Totally. Yep. It to, was uh, yeah. People were freaking out. It was like a standing ovation. I heard a guy sure. go, "Yes!" <laughs> like, that was like one of the funniest. Well, there is there is a facet to where like I mean, I think, I think, uh, specifically, kind of like coming out of the pandemic, and I've seen a lot of people too, like th- this springtime kind of feeling. And it's funny because we had a little bit of it last year too. But I've gone to a couple concerts, and it's just like, I mean, people are wild and out. Yeah, you know, there's like this suppressed quality of, uh, and and you know, and there were the people who like jumped into super intense relationships at the beginning of the pandemic or something. And that felt maybe a little bit more like, 
the world is ending, smoke them if you got them yeah. kind of yeah, like yeah, thing. Yeah. And so this, there's just, there's like, yeah, I feel like people are more thrilled with like public declarations of love and and hmm. things like that in the post-pandemic time. Well, I thought about it too. It's like, not only is it a full, full circle with me and my lady, but it's the comedy for it which is you've but you've done you've done a weekend there it is very it is a beautiful room of where everyone's attention is on a single point and the parameters the sound the lighting is perfect it's really yeah for it's really magically dialed in mm-hmm. as well and it and it captures people you know comparatively at their most game Mm-hmm. Probably because you're like sitting and listening to just one person talk on stage. Yeah, and it, so there's a there's a capacity for an intimacy within that that is is pretty crazy. And then so to like see a a fucking proposal, you know, <laughs> know is like a singular. I'm a crazy person. I was shitting my pants when David like when we cross. He's like, let's hear it for Luke Gaston. I went on stage and I whispered near. I was like, I'm gonna fucking shit my pants. Yeah, made him laugh. That for, for like. The stand-up wasn't hard, but it, the hard part was like, oh, my God, I have to do this at the end of my right. set. Right, yeah. And then, you know, we did it. What would have happened if you just bombed? had, like, yeah, if you just, just a bombed it, like, just, like, a terrible set. Again, hard to do specific mm-hmm. on the weekend show at Comedy Fort, but even more miraculous when it does happen. I probably would have just been like, well, <laughs> this, this isn't a good time to do this, seeing that I have been eating my own ass for <laughs> X amount of minutes. <laughs> But <laughs> yeah, it's a you propose and it turns into a groaner. They're like, oh, oh not no, this guy. Not this this guy. guy doesn't deserve love. Oh, no. Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah. <laughs> Dude, try the next comment. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Hold out for someone funnier. That'd be funny if people after the show were still like doing shit like, you know, I, you know that first guy kind of sucked, but you know, the rest were <laughs> yeah, <laughs> doing that like, shit. <laughs> they were like, well, the marriage guy. Yeah. Oh, the marriage oh, guy. the marriage comment. <laughs> <laughs> Again, that's why I was like, you shouldn't have posted the vid on the web uh, because it's like, because you guys could just tour around and you'd propose <laughs> at the end of every 15 minute set. <laughs> and people would be like, People are like, oh my god! And the craziest thing happened at the show last <laughs> night. Because you know that there were like sometimes some their people, first time, it was their first comedy that show. There were like that there were some people who like, you know, were were catching up to to whoever the next day, and they were like, yeah, man, and the show is fucking crazy. Actually, at the end of his set, one guy proposed. And somebody's like, oh, my fucking God. Patrick did a great job. As funny as his story was, he was like, I'm the next comic, and I'm going to eat. Like, his story was so funny, but, like, the someone broke a glass right at the beginning of his set, and he's like, oh, my God, they got engaged, and it's a Jewish wedding in here. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Well, yeah, I thought I did see that, and I did think, I was like, well, Patrick is one of the only people who could pull that off. He was the best. You know? I, I, he's, he was my best man to follow yeah. on stand-up, yeah. for sure. You're like, uh, sorry, brother. Sorry, other <laughs> close friends. This guy followed me right after, so he gets best man. And he was, like, it's, he, he was just funny. He was like, it's not going to be as hard as following Sam the first show. And I was like, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's funny. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, it was funny talking to him backstage. He's like, what are you going to say? What are you going to say? And I was like, um... I know. Patrick Richardson is, despite how scary 
angry rapper of a boy, aggressive comedian. He is just one of the sweetest. A sweet man. The sweetest people mm-hmm. in Colorado comedy. Oh, it's a love episode. It's one of the love mm-hmm. episodes, the real love boat. Except you've also you've asked me to uh, host tonight. Tonight, yep. And I'm ready. You're ready to rip some I'm roar. I'm ready. You're gonna yeah. rip some heads off. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> so, last week was fun. I like. Uh, I do want to make like open mic bingo, where yeah. it, you have the you bring out you just every week we have check off if someone does something like this during the set like anything else is a free space uh let's see what else that's a free space in the middle dick joke that's one yeah dick joke i mean i so like right now obviously like ukrainian joke Mm -hmm. uh yeah so i think ukraine shitting pissing i'd say could share a square sure you know sure or you could break it up with with too many squares somebody uh (laughs) General edgelordism, General, you know, dog like, cause fucking, because there's, there's a dog fucking. Um, well, dog dog fucking might deserve its own square. The edgelordism I was specifically thinking about was we had like I think there were two individuals who like flirted with saying the n word oh, last week, and yeah. no one, neither one of them actually said it, but they did say n word and had n word based material, and you just go, <laughs> you're like, oh man, like. You could spare us. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you like whatever your hot take is on this. Like, hey, in, I just got out of the 2000s. In <laughs> you know, in white ass Fort Collins. Yeah. It's like it's like you know. I'm just convinced in 2022 that none of these hairy white guys who smell like beer, weed, and cigarettes probably have like the hot take that we all need to hear. I got it figured out. You know, it's like, no, I'm sure that you don't. Is it, is it the, is it, did Stanhope ruin comedy for a lot of that? Is that what, is that Stanhopeism where it's like, oh, I, I, I know what's going on. I know it's, I know it's. I don't know. I mean, yeah, what's I think the deal? it's tough because you can find so many people and it's like, because, because Stanhope and Ari Shafir are two comedians that come to mind of people who play a very dangerous game and tow very dangerous, cautious lines and do it exceedingly well. Yeah. And so it's like, it's consistently funny. They have a real sense of who they are. They are wielding the power and their presence and they're knowing how much tension and suspense they're creating. Yeah. And they've kind of like... They've boiled it down into a science. And then just like every other facet or way of doing comedy, there are then people who like watch a couple of those specials and they're like, oh, I'm really funny. I could probably do that. You ever heard of the Dunning-Kruger effect? Absolutely, the yeah. Dunning- the Dunning-Kruger Kruger effect. effect. I, I think the Dunning, I mean, and it's at its yeah. most, it's at its most toxic with comedians who are, intentionally towing the line. Yes, where they're like, oh, I'm saying it. I'm just saying mm-hmm. what people are saying. If you've ever seen the graph before, the Dunning-Kruger effect is, it's a, it's a fascinating thing where it says, however, like, let's see, it's competent, how competent you are at something, and then how right. actually that's, competent that's you are. That's the y-axis, mm-hmm. right, is competence. Confidence. Com- there's a confidence on the y and competence on the x. Okay. And there's, there's, this, there's this graph where, you, like, if you don't know anything, you think you know everything. Right. But then there's there's the right after that it's called the valley of despair and that's where right after not knowing anything when you realize oh my god like your first time in stand up when you see someone do like an hour and you're like oh 
There's so much to know. I don't know anything. It's the value right. of despair. And then actually years of actually doing stuff you've learned. Mm-hmm. But so many people at the open mic. And I think you need the Mount Stupid of the Dunning-Kruger effect to start stand-up. Because you're like, well, well, I can do it. And and I mean, you and I have talked and and complained about this before, too, on the pot. And I mean, to be clear, it's like I feel like... Uh, I, I, the exact same thing is happening with people uh, veering towards storytelling comedy and autobiographical comedy because it can be excellent when it's well written mm-hmm. and the person knows what they're doing. At, the main difference on this Dunning-Kruger thing is the people who think that they are the next Doug Stanhope, Ari Shafir, one of these characters, they wind up doing a painfully offensive thing yeah, and then and the people who are doing this auto bio stuff and are underestimating what it takes, wind up doing a like painfully boring, that kind of has the capacity to make everybody else uncomfortable. Yeah, you know, and it's like, because also in both cases, these people sort of operating out of ignorance on that initial peak, both of them are sort of putting out signals with the material that they aren't inviting criticism yeah you know i'm saying it yeah i'm (laughs) saying it and if you can't handle it then that's on you that's a good joke fuck you you. yeah yeah (laughs) that's actually 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 that's excellent no i'm gonna quit comedy though no i'm just kidding (laughs) it's just like that would be a way to go i got a fiance that was the the whole (laughs) the guy the guy who just started doing comedy to get laid and he like and it turns out being a terrible tactic to get laid, and so instead he becomes murderously funny. Yep. <laughs> it's just like, yeah, yeah, dude. I thought it'd be a great place to meet chicks. Yeah. It turns out it was a terrible place yeah. to meet chicks. Gas and station so, after gas station. So I honed and refined this art. What what a what a space! It, it's peacocking at its highest level for sure, right? Well, you know, I did. I mean, it's like. It's funny, again, I think it's like it's changed a little bit post-pandemic because, you know, it used to be that, like, public displays of love and affection were, like, almost immediately gratuitous. You know, you go, oh, love. (laughs) Nothing is more hack than love. (laughs) You know? (laughs) Yeah, let's get back to Ukraine. <laughs> yeah. Let's talk about Zelensky. I got this hot fire material. <laughs> and by the way, I want to kill my Skeet skull. Davidson and, and Kanye West. <laughs> if you don't give me these yuck yucks on these current yeah. topics, oh yeah, I love the. I'm gonna go eat a god. I, I like, yeah, I love the. Uh, sh- sh- by the way, if no one likes my shit, <laughs> yeah, always. I need this. Ugh. Yeah, I really need this. I need it. I've been in I've been in those moments though. Sure. You know, it's like you get this weird um you get a scratch. You want the drug. Well, and you get the you get the mic tunnel vision. You know, mm-hmm. because I think you because you can become so obsessed especially if you're like writing new shit that people consistently don't like. You know, oh, or you're no. trying to you're trying to pursue your own truth in this thing. Your art. Well, because it's weird. Because it's like, uh, 
stand-up comedy is, you know, I think you and I would both agree, right? It's like that it's it's hard to count as like doing stand-up comedy necessarily if you aren't performing on like a weekly basis. Yeah. Be that at mics or shows, right? And so it's tough because it's the one it's the one thing one of the only arts that like absolutely minimizes the amount of time that you can just be like doing it by yourself in your bedroom, uh, yeah, and and still qualify as doing it at all, right? right. It's like it needs to have that input input and feedback from other people. Otherwise, it's a Zoom show. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and even, I mean, and even that, you know, even like to not write off the fucking TikTokers and, and tweet jokers and, you know. They got mansions, dude. Well, yeah, I know. They're doing okay. (laughs) They're doing okay. But those people are like, they are like putting it out in front of other people. And so there's this weird, like, there's a pass fail quality to performing comedy and, you know, and we just, and we see it all the time. And I think everybody, like, occasionally goes through phases of it, of just, like, serial failing. Oh, yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. Fail streaks. Oh, and, yeah, sometimes it's cosmic, too. You're like, oh, man, I've just been, whoo. So over the last four years, in your relationship and your comedying, it's like, have you had, have there just been stretches where oh yeah it's like oh yeah this sucks yes and because it's funny because it's like it's an internal question and it gets even harder like if somebody that like knows you and sees you on a day-to-day basis just watches you like hurting yourself Mm -hmm. over this thing because there's that question of it's like why the fuck are you doing this Mm -hmm. to yourself you know so First, like now, like it's actually weird because now I, I, I don't have. To, I feel like you work way harder and suffer way more early on, then it kind of eases up because you've proven to people you can do it in a scene, and then you can get booked other places doing it, and you have tapes and what all this stuff, credits, what have you. But the hardest I worked and the sad, the shittiest was when I was working the foundry, waking up at seven thirty, going to the foundry, going home, saying hi to the lady, and then I get in the car, drive an hour or so. To go do four or five minutes, come back. It's nine o'clock. Go to bed. Yeah, you know, and that's yeah. the and especially if you drive an hour and it's a dog shit time. Mm-hmm. Oh, like it's that's that's the stuff no one sees when you're. Where you wait a few hours and like it's only comics and they don't mm, know you mm. and they don't give a fuck about your set. No, and it's like, well. I just I'm just following the dream. <laughs> being that, you know, because I, those like the worst grinding periods of my life of working, you know, like manual labor at the crack of dawn and and the crack then of barrel. being uh and then having these long evening commit it was typically like for theater. Yeah. was was probably the like the most grating kind of experiences. And so I was maybe spared, but there was a period of time where I had a job and it wasn't a labor job. It was like a desk job that I hated. Um, yeah. And, and I was like, I had to be there at, you know, 8 a.m. sharp every morning and I would be 
drunk in the bars until like one or two every morning as oh, yeah. part of stand-up land. And, you know, and it was so interesting because being trapped at this like job that I found sort of suffocating and then only the stand-up life, it was like, it was really limiting as far as what I actually had to like write. Yeah. You know, it's, it's this weird, You're stuck in the tunnel vision. Yeah, well, because I feel like, I feel like, you know, I feel like stand-up is, to me, there's this weird cautionary tale about stand-up, and particularly, particularly when you're like a single mm-hmm. dude in your mid-20s, just in like bar life. Because it's like read running the light. It gets <laughs> yeah. so much easier to not have any contact with civilians <laughs> at all, you know, and to not be able to like write things that aren't deeply alienating. Oh, for to sure. To the people you hope you to get, get to perform. Yeah, you get like there's so... the success out of touch, and then there's the just grinded to a pulp. Yeah, out of touch. Yeah. yeah. And definitely, yeah, running the light is, like, the great terrifying example of, like, oh, you could lose your entire life down this. I remember Kansas, a friend of the show, Kansas, she's a she's a very sweet, sweet, tiny open micer. And she, she was like, I read that book, and it was scary, and I don't want to do stand-up anymore. And I was like, oh, no, but, well. I sense. read that book. I mean, I read that book, and, and uh, Ryan Knoll. Uh, shout out Ryan Knoll, another Soul friend Noel. of the show, a much a much taller open micer. Yes, uh, and he and I were <laughs> both like his brain. <laughs> he and I were both like uh, we we're like oh man, you know I'm glad that I wasn't like that I didn't immediately become rapturous, rapturously successful. At oh yeah. this in such a way where I was like on the road and had created you know. A monster. The habit or pattern mm-hmm. or expectation of just being on the road, you know, because it's like, and so, yeah, I mean, it's definitely, that's like the caution. You just see people, though, who it's like, oh, yeah, you're like a 24-year-old dude who hangs out at a bar all the time with some other chuckle buckets. And then all of a sudden when there's a crowd of, like, people in their 40s and 50s who, like, work for a living and have families who've come out on like a Friday or Saturday mm-hmm. night to like have some drinks and have a good time and lo and behold you are only able to offend them <laughs> you know and it's like you know and it's a weird it's like a weird it's a weird thing of just growing up too because you'll see people like I, like in Denver I'll see like when you go down to, I go to downtown Denver I'm just looking around and you see all these people in these bars that all look the same and I'm like wow these are they're just they're just doing what they think they think is cool they have no idea right what there's it's just the default and it's tough i feel like and i feel like it's it's particularly easy i feel like most people default into being sucked into that at least for a period of time in in their 20s you know um for sure i mean yeah me too i mean yeah you're, you're, no one oh yeah i was a shit heel no and, i was a uh, i was a, sh- a, a dumb idiot yeah i was a real Real, 
Real. Uh, 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 Rumpel Real. No, I'm growing into a Rumpelstiltskin <laughs> now. Are, yeah, I'm becoming more of a Rumpelstiltskin. You're, getting, you're more hops than than walking around. More hopping than. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just you know. Yeah. I just keep getting stronger and stronger and more uh, more goblin like. You know. Yeah, I guess I'll be the canary in the coal mine if you can do comedy and have a have a wife. I mean, I've seen it. I've seen it done before. Yeah, me you too. Know? And I yeah. I wouldn't have done it if I would have thought that I could make it work. But ugh. right. Yeah. Like if things just go sideways immediately, and oh yeah, you get like, and you like serve her divorce papers at the end of a set. Oh, we got a prenup. Like yeah, a that'd be 15... good. <laughs> <laughs> On stage, I have a you'd prenup. Be like, you'd be like, well, you know, we said it was a cycle, and mm-hmm. I guess this is just this is just the third loop yeah, of a cycle. We've, we've, been, uh, we've been married four years now, and I... Uh... So so do you guys have a have like a, a date picked out, or do you yep, next year. have to do all the, the planning, or... Yeah, we're going we're gonna to get married next year. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, we're going to go to Europe, you know, Oh before. wow! But okay. now it's like they're like, "Hey, gas is really expensive," and there's a guy named Putin over there that's being a jerk. Putin, Putin. If you say Putin kind of high pitched, it's fine. Putin. Well, now you're making me think of just like a mean version of Winnie the Pooh. Oh. Winnie the Pooh. Putin. <laughs> Winnie the Putin. Oh brother. Winnie the Putin. NATO's encroaching again. <laughs> They want my honey. I yeah. saw I saw a uh don't totally know if this is true, but I saw a news story today that uh that like a leaked Kremlin memo said to play more Tucker Carlson Whoa. to like their press outlets. Who's Kremlin? Kremlin is like the CIA of Russia. It's like their oh, secret intelligence like Kremlin. And they're hard like, to take them seriously. And they're like, uh, Tucker Carlson is great for his American hating ways. And I was like, Oh my god, that is so rich. That is so. You don't know if it's real or not. I'm pretty sure it's real. It's like you love to hear it. Yeah, because it's on. Well, I was on like, it was on Mother Jones. Yeah, which is like, and so they're lefty, but not like just made up. Not on Antifa. You know? Yeah. My roast last week was, this is for a niche audience, uh, but it's, uh, <laughs> my roast last week was, you could say to, and you could say it to a lot of people in Fort Collins and in and in Denver and in Colorado comedy, um, but you say, uh, you look like you retweet NATO intervention uh, with ACAB in your bio. <laughs> yeah. Got it. Deep Got cut. It. Deep cut. At thirty-five. Brother. It'd be fun if it was Winnie the Pooh. Oh, brother. Oh, no. Oh, You think it'd be Winnie the Pooh of all those characters? Well, no, because they've been making fun of. He'd be uh, rabbit. Yeah, he'd yeah, be a he'd real be rabbit. rabbit. Because also, there's that thing where like Winnie the Pooh is banned from China mm-hmm. because people were saying that uh, their current uh, president. Uh, sort of looks like Winnie the Pooh. Teddy bear. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and now we're banned. Ah, uh, boom. Sorry, boom. Chinese listeners. Yeah. Well, this it's is the tough. last bastion of freedom right here. You know. Yeah, we're saying it. We're, we're saying, saying it. it. How? What do you think about the People's Convoy? <laughs> 
Man, the people, you know. It's so fun to watch. It's like, it's like I don't. We're going I, for freedom. I don't know <laughs> enough to. I don't know enough. Mm-hmm. But I feel like they don't either. They don't either. No, you know, no. it's like I'm not entirely sure, and it's funny. It's got the NASCAR effect. It's yeah. Well, I I gotta say too to to have seen all of the crazy shit over the last couple of years, and it's like it's to, to realize that there are just as many like contingents of people in like England and France and Germany and Canada as in America who are just like. Well, I uh, I disagree with whatever the government says as a matter of course. JFK Jr. still alive. <laughs> and you go like you go all right, like I I like the energy. I've also been suspicious of them, but like Everything it just gets so twisted up. You're like a you theater know? coach. I like the energy. I like really the way you're like, coming with this scene. Really like this. Uh, they're all out to get us. Energy. <laughs> um, I just thought that was funny. The they're just like the like doing interviews. Like what are, what are you doing this for? Like we're taking back our freedom. And they're like okay. Yeah, because I mean at this point I feel like Canada and America are kind of similar. Where it's like there's not even really that many restrictions currently yeah right it's like yeah as far as masks a lot go. of them have yeah as far as masks and like a lot less places are seem to be enforcing the vax thing and so it's kind of like i mean we're all just collectively hoping that it's wrapping itself up now yeah right that's it, sort of been the crazy has it been though because like the we've had two years of like mass hysteria well it's straight it's crazy to think about that it's been two whole years. Yeah. I think about things from like 2019, 2018 all the time. And I'm like, well, that can't be, that, that can't be four years ago. There's now, a little right? time that's capsule not, with the two years. That's not right. And it's like, and it's weird because it's also, because it's funny because in both 2020 and 2021, there was a, a brief period during the summer where both because case numbers were low and also in 2020 because it was like just doing things outside. Yeah. So there was like, it was a stretch of a few months in both cases where it was like things almost achieved like normal yeah. kind of again. When the open mic first started. But having like, but having fall and winter be fucked up again and then having also that like, that you never know that you can even converge on a on a conversation uh, with any person and and be confident that you'll necessarily be in agreement about like how fucked up things are. Yeah. And so that was even you know it's like everything becomes this like weird test. For sure. And I found like during this whole during the Omicron wave of mask requirements. I kind of felt myself like, well, totally out of touch with both pervasive modes of thought. Totally. Because I was like, because I was like, well, there's no way that all of us wearing it to the 15 feet that we get to our table and then putting it back on to go to the bathroom. And shoulder like, to shoulder comedy club. Yeah, or <laughs> yeah, or at this like, restaurant that's now doing full capacity yeah. or whatever. I'm like I'm like, well, I don't know, like I don't know a lot of hoops, bro. How air works 
but I feel like that's not right. Yeah. You know, and then so it was some, but then it was also this thing where it was like, well, I want to also say though that I'm one of the people who got the shots and just kind of assume and hope that they'll probably do what we're all told they would do. And and so I'm not an anti-masker because uh, because I don't believe anything's happening at all. I agree yeah. that something is happening. I just took these steps that six months ago we all like agreed would be enough. Well, crazy people. And I did that, and I was like, well, I think I've, if I get it, then I'll be okay, and I'll just stay home. That was, the, yeah, I mean, whenever not I, to just dig up the old. The, the pandemic's the past. Yeah, now. it's done now. It's over. It's done. That's what's crazy. I was hanging like, hey, out. Uh, all it took was a world war. Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. All it took was. The, the virus was killing us. We a world get back war. back to killing ourselves. All it took was a world know? war and a Batman movie. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <It> really <did. laughs> Those two things were big enough mm -hmm. like, to oh, be like. The nature's healed. Yeah. Panda who? Yeah. <laughs> what? Where's this panda? <laughs> what? What's ammonium? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the, Wait, Dr. Anthony Fauci, he, he it reminds me of somebody. Oh, he's Is probably sad now. Is that the Riddler's secret identity? Dude, if, if Fauci came out and was like, you guys should, come on, please. Guys, what happened? Like, does he think he misses the spotlight a little bit and misses the, the yeah. limelight for sure? Yeah, it's going to turn him into mm -hmm. a joker. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Wash your hands. Yeah, I, uh, it's this time the conspiracy theories accusing him of having created the coronavirus mm -hmm. and the loss of attention that he gets uh, from like and the like absence of retweets. You know the impact it does to his social media numbers will drive him so mad that he creates the next pandemic. The the Fauci the Fauci virus. Yeah, the yeah. Fauci. I got found. <laughs> yeah. I, I was hanging out with uh, some comics after the show on uh, Saturday, and L. Jackson was there, and he was just saying, like, there's so many hecklers, so many hecklers in this crowd. Younger crowd, like our my, my age, like 20s to late, like mid-20s to late-20s and, like, 30s, whatever. And these people just kept talking at the – like, everyone just, like, interrupted. Like, so many people interrupted the comic. Where was it? It was just a, it was a bar, Grandma's House in Denver. Okay. And – uh. <laughs> So many people were interrupting, and uh, the guy, the guy, Al, was just like, I just, I've, I've been touring for 17 years, and I don't understand why all of a sudden everyone's, like, everyone's out of their mind. After these two years, everyone's out of their goddamn mind. Somebody uh, pointed out to me once, uh, I thought this was really interesting. Somebody pointed out. Oh, Hi. She was crying. Mizey, come here. Hey, you want to come on the pod really quick? Come here. Yeah. You. Come here. Ladies and gentlemen of the Goofin' Podcast, this is my beautiful soon-to-be wife, Hannah. Oh, yeah, you want to... I mean, you could put that on. I would just say use this. Use my mic. Say hi. Hello. So, Hannah, did you... Did you know? To what degree did you know that... You're in the hot seat. I don't need to do this. You're in the hot seat. Well, now it's really <laughs> it really goes awkward if you open if the door. You don't. You the know. Seat is so warm. Thanks. Yeah. So did you did you know? I'm with. I'm talking with Hannah. This is the the fiance of the pot. I've I've taken it's goofing with Nick Holland now, and we don't goof at all. We don't goof at all on goofing with Nick right Holland. To it. No, we have. Sincere, intense, emotional conversations. Um, 
So did you so did you know that he was going to propose like at the comedy show? I didn't know until I saw him up there. I was like, hmm, there's hmm. a little lump in his pocket. It was I a lump in a pocket. You spotted it from on <laughs> yep. stage yep. and you're spotted like, it. you're like, it's weird. Does he have a little like bit of granola or something? Yeah, a little like snack a little, in his pocket. A little cliff bar wadded no, up. I, no, when I saw it, I kind of knew. I was trying to emotionally prepare. It's like, I don't think... Yeah, I don't think this is happening at Trailhead later. I think this is this sure. is gonna happen right now. So, had you guys like you guys have have talked about though? Uh, you yeah. guys have had yeah. marriage type the conversations. Idea, the idea of an engagement was not a surprise, but okay. in front of an entire packed comedy show, yes, that was yeah. a, that was a pretty yeah. big surprise. So you guys had broached it, and you knew it was kind of on the on the horizon. Yes, at yeah. some point, it was on the horizon. I just didn't realize that. Did you think about for a moment while you were up there, did you contemplate just how if it would be much funnier to say no and thereby <laughs> an idea worth pursuing? You know, it didn't cross my mind, but now I'm wondering if we could, <laughs> That's like, we could rewind. I did say I did say to Luke, I was like I was I was like both glad to find out and then I was also like well, it's dumb of him to just put it up on the internet right away because he could have done a circuit and could have been like, you know, <laughs> comedian. Circuit. Yeah, the proposal comedian. That's and be true. like, this guy does a tight 15 minutes and then he, and then he professes his <laughs> lifelong love and forms an emotional connection. Uh, It'd be really fun if it was somebody different every time, though, too. That'd be crazy. You know? Yeah. Picks oh, yeah. A new that'd be crazy. Just a gal from the local watering hole? That'd be yeah. tough. Yeah. Look out yeah. for this psychopath, the proposal <laughs> comedian. Oh, yeah. T- talk about the, the, the mic drop moment you had. That was crazy. My mic drop moment? Yeah. Oh, after after he proposed and I said yes and the crowd went wild, I went up to the microphone and said, and that's called burying the next comic. And I didn't really... I will be honest, I pretty much blacked out the whole thing but in watching sure. the video i was like yeah that was pretty good immediately. yeah it was that some was good cool. wherewithal no i saw that in the footage and i was like that was very i i said to i was i was sitting there and i was like oh maybe love isn't hacked <laughs> <laughs> maybe it's an art maybe love isn't hacked right, i'm gonna take my seat back but oh okay I love all right it. well congratulations was, thank you very yeah. much i was just letting the dog in because she was crying she, she was could crying. smell that nick was in here but yeah, Thanks. always Thanks love to see Thanks for having me. Yeah, having me on your podcast. Yeah, really absolutely. Thanks yeah. Thanks for being. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, you can cut out that whole thing. Okay. Love you. Love you too. Okay. Aw, I I love love. I give it a week. <laughs> uh, you know, I love love. Do the number of people what? At about like four thirty today, if you'd yeah. asked me, I would probably have said I don't love love. Now, but, now you, you love know, love. Yeah, this has changed my heart. God damn, changed my heart forever. It makes it. Yeah, it's it, yeah. probably going to be a much worse comedian now. I Both know. of us. <laughs> this new understanding. Yeah, we don't of have love. that that cutthroat <laughs> murder any yeah. feelings whatsoever yeah. for the punchline. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, an hour and a half ago, I would have sacrificed anything for a laugh. You know, firstborn child. Uh yeah, they're theoretical, so easy to do. <laughs> easy yeah. to do. You know. Oh, the, oh. Speaking of which, when I called my parents, my my, my parents called me. I sent them the video, mm-hmm. and they were like, they saw me do it. Just sent them a stand-up clip, and I didn't tell them I proposed. I'm like, hey, check this out. 
and they're just watching my stand-up. They're like, oh, it's great. And they didn't watch the whole thing. I'm like, no, you should really watch like <laughs> the entire... I have this new bit at the end. <laughs> they were like... And then they just sit back there like, oh, yeah, we love the new bit. And then you realize that your parents have never watched any Anything. of the stand-up no. that you've sent them. Which makes sense. I'm like, oh, like look tracks. at all these drug bits. But that... That sh- tracks. My, yeah. my dad calls me. He's like, holy shit, that's crazy. He's like, so proud of you. And then five minutes go by. He's like, he's like your mother will call you in like five minutes. My mom calls me, and the first thing she goes is she's just like, when are you having kids? <laughs> like, immediately. I'm like, oh, god damn. Well, whoa. I mean, you know, that's really like... No, whoa. I mean, married comics get paid more, but then comics with kids can relate to any audience. Yeah. Oh, no. No. No! Consider, <laughs> consider creating human life just for the source of comic material what about just having another dog this is my first child material material yeah this is material one (laughs) yeah 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 so material over there i mean shit i don't know that's uh that sounds kind of crazy like oh i had kids to have more bits (laughs) i mean you know it's it's just bits that connect true you know this is my second child Empathy. Empathy. <laughs> Immediate empathetic connection. Yep. What's the third kid? Doo doo jokes. Oh, re- <laughs> yeah, if you're Louis, if you're Louis C.K. resenting the shit out of your kids, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or Chad Daniels, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's a popular move. Yeah, you know, it's a good move. I don't know. It's uh, the, the future's looking good. I guess. Did you had you thought about or entertained the thought before of like proposing on stage? Or was this I pretty... I didn't until I did a set at a different show, and she was there, and I did that mushroom, new mushroom bit I did. Yeah. And uh, Did you leave off the, I love her, I want to marry her? Mm-hmm. Or did you... But then I was yeah. like, I, want, I did say I want to be with her the rest of my life, which is a, uh, a wink. Uh, a wa- a wa- yeah, that's yeah. a biggie. Yeah. yeah. No, because it was, it was since you added those portions to the new bit, I'd heard you do it at like two or three mics. Mm-hmm. At least one of which Hannah had shown up to later. Oh my and god! And so I, I was like, and I was like, "Boy's playing a dangerous game here." He's like, again, I said it to you before we started recording, but it was like it officially enters shit or get off the pot territory. Mm-hmm. And so I thought I was like, I was like, well, he's, he's <laughs> that's probably occurred to him. I forgot the know? the ring when we drove downtown at first. Oh wow! So I was at the stop sign. I was like. Fuck. And she's like, what? I was like, uh, I forgot. I was going to bring brownies to the club for everyone to get high after the show. And she was like, oh, yeah, well, you can just after dinner go get that. I'm like, okay, great. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'll go go. Yeah, that's yeah. fine. Yeah. I mean, it's not even that big of a deal that I bring them. I'm just a generous guy. <laughs> and so I would hate to. Yeah. I would hate to. I wouldn't have forgotten the one thing I actually I, had to do tonight, really. I would have just, you know, generosity. <laughs> I love that brownies was my. Hey, that's a good. That's a good. Oh, I got to bring drugs for my friend. Well, you know, all of that is, yeah, it's all it's nice on, it's confirmation. On it's on brand, <laughs> and it's a nice confirmation. Like, you know, you might have had a moment if if she was like, she was like, good. You and your drug degenerate friends don't need <laughs> any more edible marijuana, and you'd be like. You're like, oh, Ooh. this is, Ooh. you know, I was planning on marrying her until 20 minutes before <laughs> 20 I asked minutes her. before. <laughs> In another world. 
Hey, I bet that's happened before, though. Oh, like sure. the guy has already that's a Larry paid David thing the for stadium. Sure. The guy has already made the arrangements with the jumbotron for the stadium proposal, and they get into a fight, like about like paying for the like the fifteen dollar parking lot or driving around for fifteen more minutes to pay the five dollar lot. And he's like, you know what? I hope she says no. <laughs> you know? suck. He's just trying to get the guy's attention by waving his arms. <laughs> no, it's off. No. It's off. <laughs> he just really undersells the proposal too. It says "Marry Me, Amy," like up on a jumbotron, and he was like, "Yeah, I don't know. I mean, you know, take yeah. it or leave it." Or you whatever. don't even like get on. He just kind of like moves his head to the side. He goes oh, and opens the ring <sighs> box. Yeah, I don't know if you'd uh, make me the. Uh, happiest uh, man um, around in the county in the county <laughs> in the room yeah like, <laughs> I don't know I don't know I'm uh, looking and I mean the mascot looks pretty fucking happy I don't see a ring on his finger he might still be he might be uh, <laughs> he might be available it's just uh, do you think mascots this is kind of a sideline it's a callback to one of our other furries, other furries. Do, you yeah, think, do you think mascots <laughs> are the original furries Whoa. Probably. It probably happened in 1902 when Disneyland first opened. Oh, mm-hmm. the characters in Disneyland, mm-hmm. too. Yeah, they and, just you know, got on you some know, big Disney. pile. Yeah. Walt. Walt had Old a few Walt. friends in Hollywood, and he's like, hey, what if I told you you can dress up like a costume in a costume and pretend to be a furry animal? And they're like, well, uh, is it... They were like, hey, Walt, is this some weird sex shit? And he was like, no. No. He was like, well, could we make it some weird (laughs) sex shit? And he was like, fine. Yeah, just dry clean it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. Pretty epic. Pretty epic. (laughs) Pretty epic. I'd propose, what if you proposed in the mascot? Right. You take the helmet off. (laughs) What's that, Mickey? You're fucking, you're uh, Ursula. There's been furry <laughs> weddings. I'm sure of it. Oh, there's one there's right now. There's gotta be. Yeah. There's one downtown right now. I, yeah, right in Old Town I gotta Square. Say, every time I bring up furries, I gotta say, I, we're, we're pro-furry. We're not pro-alt-right furries Yeah. on this podcast. No, yeah. yeah. We're just judging a specific subset of them and sometimes assuming that that makes up the entire yeah. population of them. <laughs> just for fun, though. Yeah. For funsies. Yeah, for funsies. Because, you know. Have uh, you gotten some contact? Oh, with the furry? Have furries have, like, a furry <laughs> yeah, written Yeah, we, had, and we then... had one in the fur box, yeah. <laughs> we had one note. They were like, dear sir. Dear sir. And they, yeah, they signed with a paw print. <laughs> yeah. Was, yeah. They weren't too happy about it, but I said, hey, sorry. Sorry. I didn't mean to make you feel bad. We were just being silly. Yeah. If we can't make fun of alt-right furries in this country, what can't we make fun of, you know? Just freedom. Just it freedom. Seems. Just don't, freedom. Don't make fun of my freedoms. I've been chewing QAnon QOs for breakfast. QOs? Yeah, Q, like Curio, you know, Oreo O's. Yeah. But they're QAnon, and they're made with Hillary's lines. <laughs> <laughs> well, you wouldn't want to eat that. No, no, That's no. not part of a nutritious breakfast. That's true. <laughs> you just keep opening the box, and there's like another box inside the box. It's just like, whoa. Petro Wheaties. What? Petro Wheaties. Petro Wheaties? Yeah. What's Petro? It's Wheaties for Patriots. <laughs> okay. I thought like Petro. I'm like, for... <laughs> uh, 
Cherry Q's. Cherry Q's. Cherry Q's. Cherry Q's. Cherry Q's. Um, uh, cinnamon Toast. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> cinnamon, cinnamon Toast. toast. <laughs> Inside uh, Job. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, jet can't, fuel can't melt steel charms. Hey. You know? <laughs> yeah, there's one. Yeah. Frosted deep fakes? Yeah, <laughs> yeah Kellogg's frosted deep fakes. <laughs> A picture of you doing something weird in every <laughs> bite. Yeah, <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Load it. You load your face to it. Yeah. Um, frosted deep fakes. Fakes. Uh, <laughs> it's tough to find an out. You know. No, yeah, yeah. Well, I I like this game. It's, um, a, it's a fun game. Yeah, it's uh, hopefully just as much for them at home. Oh yeah, it might. Uh, it might. You might have turned it off. Yeah. Already. Um. Buh, 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 buh. Oh, Rice crispy Conspirio theories. I don't know. Fuck. <laughs> We're done. Yeah. That's, <laughs> We're uh, done. That was a toughie. I'm gonna yeah, like Hannah said, I'll just delete everything. And, uh, sure. I haven't. Yeah. I mean, I haven't uploaded a podcast in 12 months, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we just do this to feel. People are just more honest if there's a microphone and headphones. Yeah. You know, people are like compelled to say more and try harder in conversations. Yes. Uh, if there's like sort of this this pageantry of broadcasting. I, I love doing radio. Back, back when I was doing radio, that uh-huh. was fun. What was your, did you do like a, a crazy radio voice? Or? No, it would, I guess it would be like a little deeper. Hey, yeah, whoa, a little more. KCSU, call it. Yeah, when I was doing it, I had a buddy who I did improv with, and he was like one of even like the primetime DJs for KCSU, and he yeah. was like DJ Wedge, and his voice was totally. Not good. No, it was great, great, but it was just totally different from it. He was like, hey, wow, good. You know, he had the, he had the whole, like, DJ Wedge here. Uh, da, 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 da. You're turning in 95 No, uh, my name is DJ Thunderbeard. My show, Thunderbeard. Yeah, my show nice. was the Super Sweet 16 and Pregnant Show. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and it was on, uh, on uh, during the day, and that was like a... That was a good. That was a wild time because that's when like Trump started to become like people. Was, was during the time when it was like, there's no way this Trump guy is gonna win. Oh, I thought for a while. I thought I was like, I can't wait for this guy to drop out on a race because two years from now it is gonna be so funny to have a Make America Great Again hat. That is how far I was misreading the situation. For sure. In spring of 2015. Yeah, what's the slogan going to be this time? I Make like, America Great Great Again again? I was like, there's no way. <laughs> and those Make America Great Again hats are going to have such hipster street cred two to three years from now. You know, I was mm-hmm. like, I'll have to make sure and find one at a thrift store or something. Yeah, you little, go, you little right did now. we know. You can go to any gas station. I. That's fine. That's all right. <laughs> I don't need one. <laughs> well, we, I, I profess my love to yeah, my lady. That's big. That's I wish big. Patrick Congratulations, was able to make it today because he was, he was a... Yeah, he, he would have been a great... An eyewitness, but... Yeah, and his soft little voice. And I, he'd be like... I love love. And... and uh, the clouds open up and little birds came down and they were just tweeting. Tweet, 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 tweet. Will you? Hey, I had a great tweet. Yeah? Uh, it's probably one of my tweets. It's done the best up to this point. A Clockwork Orange Julius. 
<laughs> Yay, that's fun. Yeah, and it made me so That's on brand. Hunger that's on so brand. badly for an orange Julius. Mm. And apparently they're no longer at the Fort Collins Mall. Oh they well yeah. That was back when the mall was like hilarious. Yeah, but I was like I was like, man, I wonder if they're still at the mall. No. No. Priced they out. Sure aren't. Orange Julius is now hard to find. You have to go well, to the airport. Well, I looked, I looked, and there was a few places, a few Dairy Queens came up in Denver. So there might be some of those combo things at Uh-oh. some places. Half KFC, and then there half was Taco some Bell. in like, and then there was some in uh, like Pueblo and Colorado Springs. And so I was not like, I guess I'm not having this nostalgia taste treat. You know, you can probably make it just oranges. Freeze some oranges, get some ice yeah, cream. Yeah, somebody said it was, bu- yeah, but I think in the initial re- recipe they had something too that was like egg whites or, you know, because it has that th- that froth, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, you gotta, yeah, it's not just orange and ice. I've, hey, I've. Other people have said it, but it's not. I'm not trying to guess. I bet like... there's some kind of powdered milk or, you know, egg. <laughs> oh, maybe like a, a protein powder mm. so I could get, have like an orange Julius and get fucking jacked. What about Tang? I mean, it's not. It's a different. It's a different novelty orange drink. I would never touch Tang. I've touched Tang. You touched I've ingested tang? it. I've snorted it. You snorted Tang. I've, I've you, put it you, underneath my eyelids. We used it makes to do that you, with Smarties back makes in the, day. the Tang hit mm-hmm. hardest. Yeah, <sighs> yeah. If you just dilute it slightly, like mm. burn it on a kitchen spoon and just inject it right into a main line, you get an orange Julius. You pour Tang in there. Okay. And then you put uh, Sunny D in there. Whoa. Yeah. See, you're diluting all of the like, snack oranges of my... They would all just wash out to just be like a sugar taste. Probably not... Because I liked all of these things individually. I have yeah. nostalgic memories for all you would of mix these the sodas. Orange... You wouldn't mix every soda? I tried mixing the sodas, but it's like it's an inferior... I remember we used to call them suicides at like Taco Bell, and it's funny how many what? guys I did that with probably wound up killing oh, themselves. Oh no, you know? dude! So, but I guess pour one out for the pour boys, one. you pour know. Some, I guess that's more of a, a Tampico, Tang, Sunny D, Orange Julius is more of like what you'd add vodka to to a tub. Yeah, like yeah. like at some point, yeah, you're just making like a jungle juice or something, you know. But I'm saying like to actually enjoy the. I've had Sunny Delight within the last five years. It was like so sweet that it hurt. Wasn't it a you delight? Know, one of those. It was like it's it was one a of those things. It's so sugary <laughs> that it's like you can feel it drying out the back of your throat, like yeah. as it's going down. You know, you're like, oh, this is bad for me. Not like, good. Like this is why I never got any good at soccer. That's the power. <laughs> of <soccer. laughs> They were feeding us this at every break in soccer. This isn't what we needed. Capri Sun, here's your candy bar. Get back in there. Yeah, you go back in there. Run yeah. around. Sleeping. sleeping. Yeah. Well, we just did four hours. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. Dude. Fuck yeah. Uh, yeah, if you want to check out the video of me proposing my lady, it's on my social media at Goof and Gaston. And you check out Kit Colland. On Instagram, um, at the comedy video of me proposing to no one. Yeah, my dude, there's a bit. Oh, I guess she's not here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like oh. that was the thing I was actually. That was one thing I did think of where it would be like super funny if you'd thought of it and been building yourself up, and then if you like had to twist her arm to go to the comedy show extra, yeah. you know? Because I mean, it's like 
comics girlfriends you know it's like some of them are like super enthusiastic about like seeing like every set and then some of them are like yeah i'm I'm good. I'm good. It's I, like, I've it's, seen you play I've the seen toy. You, yeah, I've I seen you do the thing. And so she'd been like, eh, you know, I had a long week. I might just I might just read at home. And then you're like, no, sweetie, no, there's I've, a bit. No, bit. for real. There's a new bit. You it's should probably important be there for to it. me that you support my comedy. <laughs> and she's like, I'm there all the time. Why would you? It would be yeah. fine, break up. Yeah. yeah. You know, so I was. I was like, I was like, man, what if you had like a little extra of an arm twist? Like, no, serious. It's gonna be a great show. All right, everybody. Well, like, my girlfriend's what here. She... <laughs> my girlfriend's here. I love her so much. And I just wanted to ask Hannah? her a quick question. Hannah? And like, then it's just like, oh, well, all right, well, that's my time. I, they say to hand on a strong note. <laughs> all right, good night, everybody. They like, they like move a spotlight, and yeah. it's just the empty chair. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Come on, honey, take a bow. Oh. Well, I uh, check out the open mic on Monday. <laughs> oh yeah.